0: also love you to email me your mindset and productivity questions or topics you'd love me to cover um, to hello at franexcel.com because I know a lot of you think I'm inside your heads because you tell me all the time. But if I don't know what you need, I can't give it to you. So let me know. So it is time to let go of the shoulds. Should is hands down One of the words that I hear the most from clients, from other people's content, from friends, colleagues, everyone. You know, and I always question it and call it out nowadays, but it's rife within our language. It's totally natural to use it. We have been conditioned since we were teeny tiny by parents, caregivers, teachers, etc., to use it and respond to it so i have to check myself when i use it too yeah? so it's it's going to happen but it's a dangerous dangerous word yeah so when we heard it when we were young how did we feel were we wrong shame bad guilty not good enough you know do we feel obliged like we have to do something forced to do things we don't want to so many negative connotations to one little word, and yet we haven't quite twigged to its power in the way that we use it. Because like I say, it's the most common thing I hear, especially in business. We've got, I should be doing this, and I should be doing that. Should you? You're essentially shooting all over yourself from a great height. <laughs> I wish I could claim shitting all over yourself as mine. I've no idea where I heard it first, but it's glimmering brilliant. <laughs> so you're essentially, Wishing for and highlighting what you don't have, you know, where you think you are failing, you know, who you wish you were, but you're not. Yeah, it has guilt and frustration written all over it. Now, how many times per day do you think you actually say it or think it? I mean, if you started to keep a tally, it'd be bonkers. Yeah, I should have more clients, I should eat better, I should do more, I should go to the gym, I should work harder, I should be positive, I should be further along. Should, 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 Yeah, does it help? Does saying you should ever actually help the situation and spur you into action? Or does it kind of make you just beat yourself up and feel not good enough? Let's be honest, it's inherently a little bit negative, critical and down on yourself or other people. Yeah, we we'll say it to ourselves over and over and over, but we also say it to other people which let's be honest is more than just a little bit judgy yeah essentially you're kind of saying with one word that if they or you don't do what you're saying they or you should then they are in some way less than or not good enough or wrong it's not nice right so how does it actually affect relationships? Does, how does telling people they should do something or say or uh, be certain things, how does that affect your friendships and any relationship, for that matter, when you use it? And how does it feel when you say it to yourself? It's actually stressful, right? It's full of shame, embarrassment, anxiety. You know, it's putting you in a perpetual state of fight or flight. Why do it to yourself? And why on earth would you do it to someone else knowing how it feels? Yeah, but it's so unconscious so where does it tend to show up work out when and where it turns up for you because it's different for everybody so you can create some awareness you know it tends to show up around feelings and emotions we think we should or shouldn't feel for example i shouldn't be negative so separate and adamant about From what we don't they're important whether they're positive or negative you know it's the law of polarity you need the light and the dark the good and the bad so you can experience both and actually understand what you're being told by each you know or it will show up in behaviors and actions that we or other people in our lives <laughs> think we should or shouldn't do for example I should stop procrastinating or I should be further along in, our, in my business. Yeah, it's creating good old cognitive all the time, which is usually when you are, when you consciously want something that your unconscious habits and beliefs are battling against, then it really feels like a battle. Yeah, our shoulds usually refer to something we wish came naturally to us, but doesn't or something we want, but don't have. So it feels super uncomfortable, right? So also, what are you thinking about telling your unconscious mind here? when you think about what you're affirming about your identity to your subconscious you can see why it would be helpful to eliminate it from our vocabulary you know you're consistently affirming the fact that you're not where you want to be who you want to be or that you don't have what you want to have you're always in a state of not feeling good enough but then you affirm it as the truth (laughs) so It makes sense why it then feels hard to work towards it because all your unconscious beliefs are telling you that it's not true, yeah? The focus is all on what you don't have yet. You're not making that your truth. So, how can you nip it in the bud, or at least reduce it? (laughs) So, questions, always, 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 asking yourself powerful questions. So, why should you? Who said so? Where did that belief that you should come from? Was it from you, society, your parents, your social circle? What do you believe now? What do you actually believe? Have you ever even asked yourself that? It's unlikely you have. Are your shoulds actually based on truth and a realistic expectation? Yeah, usually the answer to that is a big fat nope. Yeah, especially if you think about Instagram and, you know, all these different things. What are we comparing ourselves to? Is it actually like for like? Is it realistic? Yeah. Do you actually want what your shoulds are telling you you want? Read that one in again. <laughs> is it actually true? For example, if you're telling yourself you should have more clients by now in your business and you're only one month in, is it true? <laughs> you know, don't beat yourself up when you do say should because you're going to, you know, to yourself or someone else. Just notice it and start to create the awareness so you can actually make a different choice the next time. Rewind and flip it. I do it all the time. Like I said, it's completely natural for it to slip out. It is a lifetime worth of conditioning, yeah? But when I catch it, I rewind and flip it. And my easiest flip is usually to could instead of should. So, to be fair, (laughs) this is usually towards my poor hubster. So, you know, I'll do things, I'll get excited about something, it's like, oh, you know what you should do? hang on, rewind, do you know what you could do? Do you see? It opens up a different layer of thinking, whether it's for myself or someone else. It's also not me telling them something. It becomes about sharing ideas. They have the choice without you being annoyed or offended or them feeling bad, you know, all of these different things. It's opening up potential, choice, ideas. It feels so much lighter for everyone involved, (laughs) but just that simple flip, you can see how so many arguments happen, right, think of the energy of the first type of conversation, of you should do this, versus, oh, you could do this, yeah, or you can even just flip, I should, to I want to, how about that, (laughs) so, some of you may be thinking, what about when you really should do the thing, Now, it should be said that there are, of course, tons of instances where we really should do certain things in order to avoid negative consequences. For example, feeding our kids, (laughs) paying our bills and taxes, putting petrol in the car. So in these instances, what I would love for you to do is, again, flip it, reframe that should into a get to. I mean, how much more empowering is that? yeah it turns from a pain in the butt on your to do list and something negative into something that's actually pretty positive and full of gratitude I mean how grateful are you to have your kids in the first place to have to feed them you know and that you earn enough money to have to pay taxes you know and that those bills are kind of just a thank you payment for a service you 've already enjoyed like being able to WhatsApp all your friends and speak to your parents on the phone, or that you just enjoyed the internet and been connected to people literally all over the world in different time zones. It's magical, yeah? And that you have a car to take you wherever you want to go. And you've been places and had independence. So you've got to fill her up now, right? Different feels occurring right there. <laughs> so the next thing I want you to think about is, what are you currently making it mean about yourself that you don't do have that you aren't having it currently you know what are you making it mean about who you are or where you are right now it's a really really interesting point and it's a good idea to come back to this episode when you've got a journal in front of you I know most people listen to me in the car in the toilet in the bath (laughs) but it's a good idea to write down some of these things and the nice thing is Why do you want or need to do it anyway? What is the good stuff on the other side of that should? You know, that's where you can find the motivation. Because saying you should do something is really demotivating, right? Yeah? So to just flip it around again and say, okay, well, what happens on the other side of me doing that? That's where you can find that motivation. You know, do all those things you're telling yourself you should. What would happen if you put your focus on why you want to do it? rather than the fact that you're not right now, it is slightly more motivating, don't you think? Yeah. But the main thing is to understand how it should disempower you and anyone on the other side of it. And having that awareness means you can catch yourself and flip it around. I mean, at the end of the day, it kind of all boils down to this. Should you really do the thing? Be the thing, have the thing that you think you should? Ask yourself these better questions and get yourself better results from it. Get back to living a life that you really love because you are the one in control. But it's just these tiny little tweaks to our language that makes such a difference. So if you got value from this and you know in your gut that now is the time to step up and start rewiring your thinking and changing things for yourself, then book in a free discovery call so we can work out what needs to happen to get you from where you're at right now to the action-taking success you know you can be. And if you want my eyes and ears on your problems, I work with people one-on-one and through my Proactive Pants Mastermind. So stop waiting for if and when and decide to change things now because you can. And as always, I hope that was helpful. So any questions, just let me know. And as always, I will see you next week. Bye.